How y'all doing? This is Mr. Yasura, Yahuda Brian. Um, so what we're going to do, I'm going to start a new episode as well. I know I still got to get back to the tour portions. Um, every time I do them, it's like I never have things ready or set up. But um, what I'm going to have to do is go back over. I'm going to have to do week one as well as week three and week four all over. Uh, we did week two on here, so I'm going to have to do the other ones, the other three. I'm going to have to redo them uh, one of these days this week, if not all of them, at least one or two of them. So with that being spoken, um, what I'm going to do in this episode, in these segments, basically, we're going to go over the, the 613 commandments. Yes, I said 613. Not 10, not 11, but 613 commandments. I won't lie. This won't. This this not gonna be a weekly a week thing. This this might take a little time. Um, with that being spoken, what I'm gonna do since it's 613. Um, if I do it a in a full month, which that's every day, that's 20 per day. Which I'm not gonna do it that way, cause um, it's I wanna I'm gonna make this last. That's what I'm trying to say. For those who are listening, who for those who um, watch this, hear this, um, if you don't know this channel right here, um, I do speak a lot of truth. Um, and the main purpose of this channel is basically just to wake up those who are asleep. Um, whether they are the true uh, Yasharalites or the he the uh, Yahudiyat, um, or whether you the stranger or the foreigner, uh, the sojourner. Um, so what does that mean? That means even if you're not of true royal blood, you still have the right and the the the, the capability to come into the truth and still uh, gain the, the keys of salvation. That's actually in the scriptures for a lot of you who don't know. But with that being stated, um, I hope that y'all enjoyed this. I hope that y'all are enjoying this. Um, shalom. Let's get started. All right. So the first, the first commandment is to know that all exist or Yahuwah exists, right? So, with that being spoken, let's get into this. Give me a second. So, the first book that we're going to go to, we're going to go to Ezekiel chapter 20, verse 2, as well as Deuteronomy chapter 5, verse 6. That's a precept. They, they, you, you'll get it in a minute. Watch this. This is a commandment, y'all. Like, to know that he exists is a commandment. That's not just something, oh, I got to accept this. I got to know that's a commandment, right? That means it's something that's commanded of you to do. If you do what your boss does, I mean, tells you to do, if you do what your parents tell you to do, um, if you do what your spouses or everybody else tell you to do, that's a man. You should feel bad that you are not willing to do what the creator, the father has commanded you to do. So verse 20, Exodus chapter 20, verse 2. I am Yahuwah, the Al-Yuwah, 
which have brought thee out of the land of Mystrium or Egypt, out of the house of bondage. So he basically letting you know in this first one that hey, you know, um, I'm the one brought you out of Egypt. I'm the one who brought you out of bondage. When that Red Sea split, that was my power. That wasn't Moses' power. Moses got a emotion that his powers for me. I split that. Right? Deuteronomy chapter 5, verse 6. Precept on precept. Watch this. I am Yahuwah, the al which brought thee out of the land of Egypt. I mean, Mystrium or Egypt from the house of bondage. So he, he says this twice. So to know that he exists is a commandment, not only a commandment, but it's 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 the beginning. Like you have to in order to be discerned or for someone to classify you as discerned or in lame sense wise or wisdom, like you only a fool says that he does not exist, right? Alright. Number two, not to enter, not to entertain the idea that there is any other but the eternal. So we're gonna go back to Ezekiel. I mean Exodus. I'm sorry. We're gonna go back to Exodus, and we're gonna go to verse three now. Exodus chapter twenty, verse three. Thou shalt have no other al before me. So basically, he, he, he point blank put that, put that out there. In the Ten Commandments, in the Ten Commandments, that's, the, that's commandment number one. Commandment number one is, I am Yahuwah the al which have, no, yeah, thou shalt have no other before me. Okay, so, hold on, so I'm not right with this. Alright, that's number one, alright? So, the first thing first, right? Like, there should be nobody. Number one is he exists, right? Number one, you have to, that 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 has to be known, that he exists. Like, if you can't admit that or acknowledge that, and you claim to be a Christian or anything else, you have broken one of the commandments. A lot of you say, I believe, I believe, but do you believe that he exists? Do you have the Amuna that he exists? Number two is, do you, do you have the discernment to admit that he's one, that there is no other one? You know, a lot of these religions, they have thousands of, of deities. He said that he is alone. It, it is him. And there should be no one else before him. All right. My thing with that though is think about this. 
everybody wants to continue to pretend like there is no him or or that um you know we could serve this one over here and also serve him as well like how foolish does that sound how heartbreaking is that for your creator the one who created you and even the false deities that you created and for you to say that I'm going to serve the, the true creator when I feel like it, but I'm going to serve my, the ones I made, I'm going to serve them diligently. Man gave me a day to serve and worship on, but I'm going to serve, I'm going to worship, I'm going to worship man's day when the true father created one day for you to to, to worship and, and relax on. Like that, to me, that's, what's the word? Like that's worse than your spouse cheating on you and leaving you. That's worse than your kids telling you that you ain't my mama, you ain't my daddy. When you know for sure you gave birth and you sat there and watched this baby being born. Like, that, that's the worst feeling in the world I do feel. Alright, we're going to move on. And commandment number three, not to blaspheme. So let's go to... Exodus chapter 22 Exodus chapter 22 we're gonna go to verse 27 through 28 27 through 28 watch this let me turn this music down a little bit more for that is his covering only it is it is his remnant for his skin raiment for his skin wherein Okay, okay. My bad, where we at? Where we at? Wherein shall he sleep? And it shall come to pass when he crieth unto me that I will hear, for I am gracious. Thou shalt not reveal al nor curse the ruler of thy people. So, he basically telling us right then and there. That he's gracious, right? That if we cry unto him, that he will hear us. And that we should not reveal or rev revile. I can't even say that word correct. It, it's, it, it's basically saying that you should not take his name basically in vain, right? And then the second part is... Matter of fact, let me let me let me Google this real quick so that we can all have a, a clear understanding of what this is saying, right? All right, give me a second. Go to Google real quick. All right, and the word is R E V I L E. Now watch this. This is what this word means. I'm sorry for my definition because apparently my definition was incorrect. The word revile means, and this is in Exodus 22 verse 28, criticize in an abusive or angrily insulting manner. So he basically said, thou shalt not criticize our Yua in an abusive way, like, <clears throat> nor curse the ruler of thy people. The ruler of thy people is him. So you shouldn't curse him. 
you get mad, things not going your way, don't sit up there and be like, a lot of you say, you, you get mad at G-O-D and, and L-O-R-D and stuff like that. I'm sorry, I don't care about them. Because in, in, in all rationality, in all facts, those are made up. That's a title. That don't even refer to the Most High. Not by any means. But when you learn the Father's name and you get mad and you get the, oh, blah, 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 and all this other stuff, now you 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 going you crossing the line, and for those who 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 are guarding his name, if you feel like I feel when somebody learns his name and you they get to doing all that, see that's war, that's something we don't do. Don't blaspheme his name. All right, the next one we go into is Leviticus chapter twenty-four, verse sixteen. All right, and he that blasphemy the name of Yahuwah, he shall surely be put to death, and all the congregation shall certainly stone him, as well the stranger as he that is born in the land. When he blasphemy the name of Yahuwah, shall be put to death. So basically, this is not just speaking about the children of Yasserah right here. This also speaking about the stranger that was born in the land. So basically, those who are amongst the children right so when you get the blasphemy in the father's name let's let's look up this word so a lot of you like man you know i've heard blasphemy before but i don't really understand what that means so let's look up this let's look in let's get the let's get the the, the true definition of this right the act or offense of speaking Give me a second. I gotta get this word sacral. Sacral. Oh my bad. I'm I'm slow. Don't don't worry about me. Sacrilegiously about alua or sacred things. Profane talk. Profanity. So basically, it's basically a bad thing, right? When you get to just um. A lot of you say, on G-O-D, man, on G-O-D, on G-O-D, you ain't gonna do this. On G-O-D, you ain't gonna do that, right? When you learn the Father's name, don't come out here with all that. We don't we don't play that. Don't put nothing on the Father's name because that's that's that to me that's child's play. A lot of you grown up, y'all talking about y'all believing in, in, in y'all how y'all believe in y'all y'all deities and y'all y'all blasphemy them. So when you get to learning the father's name, don't come over here with all that, man. Because as he said, see, if we were back in the old days, for anybody to have done that, what did he say? He said, he shall surely be put to death, and all the congregation shall certainly stone him. That goes for the stranger, too. So anybody who would have blasphemed back in the day the father's name, Yahuwah's name, yeah, you'd have been put to death. See, you, you, you got it good being born in this generation, because don't nobody, these people of this generation don't care. And the sad part about it is, see, you can't be stoned in these days because of that, because you'll go to jail. Don't get it twisted. Anything for the father, that's cool, because, hey, <laughs> hey, it is what it is. Long as he protected, we ain't worried about none of that. All right. Verse 4. To Kadesh, or hallow, all's name. Right? All is almighty. All you is almighty 
Almighty Yahuwah. So let's go. We are already in Leviticus 24. So let's go to Leviticus 22. And we'll go to verse... What are we at? Verse 32. Neither shall ye profane my Kadesh name or holy name. But I will be hallowed among the children of Yasharal. I am Yahuwah which hallow you or Kadesh you. So if you... Let's let's get this. Let's get a couple of words together. Profane. The, I'm sorry. The reason why I'm doing this is because I, I I noticed that when I speak to people, I don't know if it's if it's the words that they don't understand or if it's just me. So since I'm speaking this, I, I what I what I'm gonna start doing. I'm gonna start breaking words down to everybody to let them see how serious words really are. Right? There's power death and life in a tongue all right let me okay profane right here we go right here watch this so that you know when y'all hear this stuff y'all know what you what you're speaking on or you know that hey i shouldn't profane the father's name number one relating or devoted to that which is not sacred or biblical So basically, that shall not profane his holy name. So basically, which is not sacred. So to basically put it as his name is just, as y'all do G-O-D, L-O-R-D and stuff. Basically, it's nothing. It's none void. It's none effect. You don't really care. You just go say it, right? You, we don't do that. He said, neither shall you profane my Kadesh name. So you shouldn't put his name to be as it's just you saying our tree or grass or house or something like that. Because it's not just that. See, that tree can be cut down. That house can be burnt up. This grass can be cut up. But his name should be something that is like a fortress. It shall not be touched, broke down, any of that. But I will be hollowed or kadesh among the children of Yasharal. So he's saying among the, the, the chosen people, his name should be kadesh. How y'all do on Sunday worship or how y'all do about G-O-D, L-O-R-D and stuff. That's how Yahuwah should be. But in a more kadesh way, a more sacred way, a more, more feared way, right? Don't just call on his name and be like, oh, man, look, say, say, say. Nah, that's not how we do it, man. You have to have the fear and the love and the discern enough to know that he is above all things, right? His throne sits up high and he looks down low. Not because he just, he, Yahoo is not the one to just be like, you know what, um, um, I created you, you ain't nothing. That's not true. Yahoo looks at all his creation like that's my child. He has his chosen people, but for the strangers and everybody else, he not once said that I'm cutting you off. He said he, he basically he gave us a free will for you to make that choice. Once you make that choice, if you choose to be of him, then you are his loved ones. If you choose to be of Satan and the wicked one, then he already let it be known. He only loved those who love him. Ezekiel, I mean my bad, that's <laughs> Ezekiel. Proverbs 28, 17. All right, let's move on. Verse 5, I mean, number 5. Oh, no, we already did 5, right? Oh, no, no, we didn't, no, we didn't. Number 5, 
We did the number five. Basically, five, four and five are, are the same. It's the same one. Not to profane, not to, um, basically, Yahuwah's name shall be hallowed or kadesh, and we should not profane his name, right? All Yahuwah's name is above all. It's taller than these trees, skyscrapers. His name is exalted high up in the sky. So when you call on his name, you're calling on salvation. Yahusha. You're calling on uh, uh, life. You're calling on, on, on the good, the great, the positive. You're calling on something that could keep you from the road you headed down that's going to lead you into that godless pit. Alright, so... Number six is, okay, my bad. Number four is to hollow all you's name or all's name. Number five was not to profane all's name. Number six is to know that all you is a card or a one. And complete unity. All right, so which one is that? Complete unity. Deuteronomy 6 and 4. Ah, uh, this is a good one. Check this out. Deuteronomy chapter 6 verse 4. Here, O Yasharal, or Israel, Yahuwah is our Al-Yuah. Yahuwah is a card or a one. So basically, for those of you, uh, and, and I, I keep saying Christians and, and all these other religions, look, doing a little research to let y'all know what's really what, right? Moab, Chinese, all you Asians and stuff like that. Edom, um, Caucasians. We already know who y'all are, man. We know who y'all are. The thing is, are you going to choose death or are you going to choose life? Here, O Yasharal, Yahuwah is all you are, Yahuwah is one. So basically, what I'm saying is to put anybody or anything else. Before Yahuwah is choosing death. I know a lot of you like, what? Literally, man, Yahuwah should be one. There shouldn't be, not be nothing or no one else before Yahuwah. Anything else? To do anything else is just straight death, man. You got to choose life over everything else. If you're choosing life, then Yahuwah is one. And everything about Yahuwah is one. The commandments, the laws, the statutes, and everything in between. By the way, the books that we're reading out of, this old, uh, all, uh, 1 through 10 is speaking all about Yahuwah. This is the Torah that we're coming out of. The next one is going to be, um, which I'm going to go all the way to, I'm going to go all the way to 21 because, um, I was only supposed to be doing 20 a day. So I'm going to go to 21. So the next the next portion, the next section of this is the law. And then after that, the next section will be signs and symbols. Okay? So back to what we were doing. So we got to understand. And this was commandment number six, right? Yahuwah is one. There is no one else above him. There is no one else before him. Yahuwah was in the beginning and he will be in the end. Yahuwah knows what you did now. I said what you did now. What you did in the past, what you're doing now, and what you're going to do in the future. Yahuwah is one. The 
covenant that was made with our father Abraham wasn't because Abraham chose to do what he wanted to do. No, Abraham put him first, even his only begotten, his beloved son that he had with Sarah. That was the, he, he, he wanted him so bad. And Yahuwah said, prove to me that I'm number one in your life. Sacrifice him as a burnt, as a burnt sacrifice, send, sacrifice him to me. Abraham, even though his heart was breaking and, his, and everything else, Abraham said, I'll do it. He went to sacrifice his only son. Not his only son, but you know what I'm saying. He went to sacrifice his, 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 his chosen, the one that he had with his wife, his love wife. Not something he had with a, with a handmaid because they tried to make things work themselves. No, the one that Yahuwah promised him. Even in his old age, Yahuwah gave him a son. And Yahuwah said, sacrifice him to me. And Abraham did not withhold him. Abraham said, you know what? I got you. I'm putting this in, in today's term. He said, I got you. Took two, two young men with him, took his son, took the, um, the stuff that he was going to sacrifice him with. And then when he got to the mountain, he left the other two at the bottom of the mountain. He was taking his son up there, and his son was like um father. We have nothing to sacrifice. And you know, Abraham was, he was so faithful. He said, man, you know what Yahoo will provide. Got up to the top of that mountain and he, he went to putting him on, the, on, his, on this altar that he had built to sacrifice Isaac on. And Isaac, as an as a obedient young man, instead of him saying, no, daddy, I don't want to die. None of that. He just laid there, obedient as ever. And when Abraham went to stab him, went to, went, to, went to sacrifice him, the angel said, no, stop. Seeing that you put Yahuwah first, number one, we ain't going to let you do that. I ain't going to let you. We ain't, he ain't going to let you sacrifice your only son that he promised to you. He just wanted to see if you was going to put him first. Seeing that you put him first. Do you feel me? Yahuwah has to be number one. If you want your family saved, don't do it just to have your family saved. Put him first because he, he deserves it. He is worthy of number one, not number two, not number three. Yahoo is worthy to be number one in your life. Even when you start thinking you're going left or you're going right, Yahoo places stuff in your life. It might not be bad. It might not be good. He, but he'll do something that will stray you back to that right path. Because why? Just like he put, just like he put you number one, he know that if, if if things go perfectly right, my child will choose to put me number one, right? Number seven, to love all you are all. Number seven, that's Deuteronomy. Oh, we already, we on verse six. Okay, Deuteronomy chapter six, verse five. Check this out. And thou shalt love Yahuwah thy al with all thine heart and with all thine soul and with all thine might. So that means don't just love him to be saying, oh, I love him. Don't just say you love him because you're a part of a movement. Don't just say you love him because, oh, I just want to go to heaven. Don't just say you love him because you want to be popular, you want some attention. Don't just say you love him because you're in trouble. No, 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 no. He said, thou shalt love Yahuwah thou you with all thine heart. That means you got to, you got to want him, right? You got to yarn for him with all thine soul. Your soul got to, man, cry out Yahuwah. 
Even if it ain't crying and crying like, cry out could also mean crying out in joy. Your soul got to joyfully cry out for Yahuwah. And with all thine, with all thy might. So the being of yourself, the, your heart, your soul, and your might, your being, every, every inch aspect of you have to literally, Yahuwah, you feel me? Like even when you down, you got to know that Yahuwah is one and he will bring you up. Like I used to say, you know what I'm saying? I used to say, um, man, I'm a witness. I'm a witness. I got testimonies. And then, and then things stopped happening and I, and the testimony started fading. But then you know what happened is, Yahuwah constantly lets you know that you are number one. And the funny part is, a lot of us don't understand it, but if you just sit back and you think about it, even though you don't feel like you put in number one, how many friends have you lost? Do you get into it with your family because your family don't see what you really seeing? They don't see that Yahuwah is so good that the stuff that hurts you, he can take it away. The people that hurt you, he can make it stop. The things in your past, he will turn it back. To love Yahuwah is the best, like literally, like put it like this. If I could give my feelings, if I could show you some of my feelings towards Yahuwah, the tears would, would not stop falling. Like sometimes I want to cry because I love him so much and I don't know how to explain it to everybody else because everybody else don't understand it. But to love Yahuwah with every aspect of your being, that's your heart, your soul, your might, your brain, your skin, everything. It's a different and great feeling, I promise you that. Alright, move on. Alright, to fear him reverently. Deuteronomy chapter 6 verse 13. Alright, let's go down to 13. Thou shalt fear Yahuwah thy Ayuwa and serve him and shalt swear by his name. To swear by his name don't mean to be out in the street. I swear to blah, 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 blah. Nah, man, I put that. No, 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 no. When he say to swear by his name, he mean it. Man, I swear to you by Yahuwah that things will get better. I swear to you by Yahuwah that if you just turn around, confess, repent, and give supplication to the name of Yahuwah, that he said that he will hear from you and heal you. That's swearing. To swear because you know that even though it might not happen right then and there, but it could happen right then and there, that it will happen. That is what he means to swear by his name. Alright, I might have to. No, I'm good. I ain't got to pick it up just yet. I could do this for 55 minutes. So, okay. Okay, now we're going to go to uh, Deuteronomy chapter 10, verse 20. Still the same thing. Still the same thing, y'all. To us, reverently. What was that? Uh, to fear him reverently. Alright, now we're going to 20. Thou shalt fear Yahuwah thy Ayuah, him shalt thou serve, and to him shalt thou cleave, and swear by his name. What does it mean to cleave? Let's, let's go to this word, to cleave. You ever heard of a clingy girl? Or, man, he clingy, he clingy. That's what, that's what, to be clean, cleave, to cleave, is to also be cleave, clingy, right? Cleave. Watch this. Watch this. 
Okay, they don't have to. They don't have to. They got some nails. Cause this is not <laughs> anything close to that. <laughs> Hold on, I got you. Alright, here we go. Maybe I should have went to that one first. Alright, here we go right here. This is this is what this means. Oh, that, a while ago, they were talking about some, some rice and stuff. Alright, so choose the right synonym for cleave. Verb number one, to stick, adhere, cohere, cling. Cleave means to become closely attached. Stick implies attachment by a fixing or by being glued together so when he say thou shalt cleave that means to be clingy a clingy girl is somebody who who even when you say hey i need a break she can't give you a break yahoo say to be clingy that's what cleave means to cleanse to him to be a clingy person right yahoo hey i'm right here <laughs> hey when we go do this hey do you need do you what you need to be clingy Cling on to him like somebody stuck some super glue or gorilla glue to you, and don't let him look, don't let him go, right? And to and swear by his name. We just said what swear me, man. Don't get out here and blaspheme his name or profane his name. But to swear is basically putting his name where it needs to be, right? To swear by his name is for his sake, for his name's sake, right? For um. They Uda David used to say, um, Yahuwah, don't let this happen to me, but for the sake of your name, right? He's swearing to his name. For me to be like Yahuwah, I swear by your name that my body, my family's body, and anybody that I speak to, that 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 you that is in your will will be will be healed. That they will come to you and that they will be yours. Right? That's swearing by his name because that's something that will happen. That's not me saying that everybody I speak to is going to turn around and come back to him and be healed. No, it's saying for those that I speak to or that hear me, that is of him, that is with his will, that they will turn and come back to him. Learn these things. All right. Um, commandment number nine, not to put the word of Yahuwah to the test. All right. Still in. We're going back to Deuteronomy chapter 6 and we're going to verse 9, verse 16. Check this out. Ye shall not tempt Yahuwah, your al as ye tempt him in Masha. Alright, that's shall diligently. Ooh, I like that one. Alright, so, to tempt him, that's what y'all do with, with G-O-D. To tempt them, hey man, look, you said this in your word, and and and, hey, you said to do this, and I'm a, nah man, nah, we don't do that. Don't tempt him. You ask for it. You go by the scriptures. If he said it in the in the scriptures, then it's, it's it's a promise. It's something he said that's gonna happen. Don't go and be like the preacher said that you said this and I'm waiting on this. Nah, see that's man's word. That's what a man told you. Don't do that. All right. Oh, I like this. 
Alright. Commandment number 10. To imitate his good and upright way. Deuteronomy 28 verse 9. Yahuwah shall establish thee and Kadesh people or holy people unto himself. And he has sworn unto thee, if thou shalt keep the commandments of Yahuwah, thou art you and walk in his ways. What did it say? To imitate his good and upright ways. So basically he's saying, learn the laws, the statutes, and the commandments and try to imitate. That means if it says don't do it, don't do it. If he says to do it with every being, every aspect of your being, try to do it. Right? Get it together. If he say, if he, let me, let me, let me, let me think of something. If he say, thou shalt not eat pork, and you a pork eater, and you trying to really come to him, that means thou shalt not consume pork. Find out every food that you eat if it has pork in it. If it's pork chop, bacon, or anything in between, leave it alone. Imitate his good ways and upright ways. Alright. Now we on to the laws. Number one is Levit uh, to honor the old and the wise. I'm not gonna lie to you, this one is a hard one for my, myself. And it's not because I'm, I'm just an unruly person. It's because of um, these older gen these older people of this generation today. They've been misled so much to the point to where when you try to speak truth to them, they get mad and they will they will go off on you. And it's hard as a young person that's trying to get his people and anyone else who's trying to go to heaven. To see the truth, it's hard because it's, it, it's heartbreaking to know that you don't want to hear the truth. Uh, what's that? Um, Proverbs 28, 9. He that turneth his ear away from hearing the law or the Torah, even his prayer shall be an abomination. That's how I, that is sad, right? Leviticus chapter 19, verse 32. This is to honor the old and wise. Thou shalt rise up before the hoary head and honor the face of the old man. And fear thy Yahuwah, I am Yahuwah. <laughs> Let's see what this word means. I'm not going to lie to you. I've never heard this word. So, H-O-A-R-Y. Let's see what this means, y'all. Okay. So, it's basically, this is what it's saying. Thou shalt rise up before the grayish white or the old and trite, hoary head, and is an honor war. <laughs> I ain't got lots of you. I don't know what this means either. I ain't never heard of it. Alright, let's see. H O N O U R. Let's see what this means. Okay, so it's basically the same thing. Basically, high respect, great esteem. Alright, so, excuse me. So basically, thou shalt rise up before the um, old and trite head and great esteem the face of the old man. 
or give high praise, high respect. And fear thy Yahuwah, I am Yahuwah. So basically for the old generation, uh, for those who are older, especially these senior citizens, they're old, gray-haired. They got gray hair, man, you should, you're supposed to honor them. You're supposed to respect them. Um, give them high respect and esteem. Foolish or not, because a foolish man could be a wise man if you give him the chance. Or a discerned man. Just because they old don't mean they discerned. That means you can help them out. Uh, alright. We might not get to go all the way to 21. I'ma just, I'ma, I'ma, I'ma get up. I'ma get where I'ma stop. Where I'ma stop, I'ma I'm stop. To learn Torah and teach. Deuteronomy 6, verse 7. And thou shalt, Deuteronomy 6, verse, uh, verse 7, and this is um, commandment 10, I mean 12. And thou shalt teach them diligently unto thy children, and shalt talk of them when thou sittest in thine house, and when thou walkest by the way, and when thou liest down, and when thou risest up. So this is talking about the, this is talking about the, um, the, the Torah and to teach them. So basically, to your children, your children should know, um, the Torah. If they don't know, it's okay because you can still teach them. But if you're not trying to teach them, hey, that's you breaking a commandment. And that's a that's a very that's a very strong commandment right there. Because if you know it, I guess I guess the first thing first is to learn it yourself, right? And when you learn it, you need to be teaching your children. And don't take it from me and just be like, oh, he said, I got to learn it first. Nah, I mean, if you if you can, um, teach it to your children while you learn it. Um, a lot of kids do can learn that way. A lot of kids, you have to you have to learn it and learn ways to teach them correctly. Um, so I'm, that's, that's all I'm saying. Don't don't go by my words. Just do it how the Most High um, moves you to, to do it. All right, verse 13, to cleave to those who know him. Deuteronomy 10, 20. Oh, we just read this one. Deuteronomy 10, 20. Thou shalt fear Yahuwah, thou Yahuwah, him, him shalt thou serve, and to him shalt thou cleave and swear by his name. What did he say? To cleave to those who know him. So for everyone who calls on the name of Yahuwah, don't get it twisted. There's a lot of them that, that, that call on the name, but they don't understand what they're calling. They just, they just doing something to be a part of something. But for those who actually know Yahuwah, Abba Yahuwah, Yahusha Hamashiach, you're supposed to be cleaving unto them. It's a lot of them, they will not deal with us. They know him and they still refuse to do what the word says to do. They say, oh, we're not supposed to have connection or, oh, man, I work too much to do this or, man, look, I'm learning too much or, man, this or, man, that. Nah, we supposed to, we family. Just like Yahusha said, whosoever keep the, whosoever keep the commandments of his father, um, that's who his brother, his sister, and his mother is. I know I said that right. I butchered that. Um, that's, um, I, I, I get it to you. I'm sorry. I get it to you. All right. Ver commandment number 14 is not to add to the commandments of the Torah. So Deuteronomy chapter 13, verse 1. If there rise among you a prophet or a dreamer of dreams and giveth thee a sign of a wonder, 
not to add to the commandments of the Torah. So basically he's saying right here is um if somebody come to you, rise among you as a prophet or a dream of dreams and give it thee a sign or a wonder, and it has nothing to do with the scriptures, or he, he went with the scriptures and he added his own part. Hey, um I think it's time for you to um let them go on about their business. That, that's just it. Let them go on about their business. Because if you get into the, the Torah, you get into this part right here, it'll teach you all that. Don't if they say anything, go read the go read the, the scriptures. That's all I can say. 15. Not to take away from the commandments of the Torah. It's still Deuteronomy 13 and 1. Same thing. That they have a dream. Some of them add, some of them take away. You're not supposed to do either. Sorry, give me a second. Um, I can't do this neither. Let me pause. Alright, my bad. Alright, the next one is that every person shall write a scroll of the Torah for himself. All right, so this is Deuteronomy 31:19. 31 chapter 31 verse 19. Therefore write ye this song for your for you and teach it to the children of Yasharal. Put it in their mouths that the song may be a witness for me against the children of Yasharal. So basically I'm not gonna lie to you, I'm gonna, I'm gonna try my hardest to, to break this part down. I don't think he mean to actually go and write something and put it in your, like not put in your own words, but to, to add your own part to the Torah. <laughs> I think he just simply means to write the Torah down, a part that, that basically needs, like if you're talking to people and you, you're trying to get something, I think what he mean is basically you need to have this written down. You need to have the Torah written down to where when something happens, it, it, you got it. You don't have to worry about, oh, I need to find it. I need to go back to the Torah. Nah, it needs to be wrote, written down. No, I have not written it down. No, I have not started to write it down. I'm not going to lie to you. Um, I just learned this. But it is something that uh, needs to be done. I won't say that it's something that will happen. I will need the Most High, Yahuwah, uh, Abba Yahuwah, to... to um, to establish my my focus so that I could and I pray and ask that he would do that to do that for any of y'all as well all right okay we might we might get to we might we might get to 21 all right um, now we're in the signs and symbols uh, commandment 17 to circumcise the male offspring Genesis chapter 17 verse 12 and he that is eight days old shall be circumcised among you and every man child in your generation. He that is born in the house or brought with, with, brought with money of any stranger which is not of thy seed. So basically, any, any, any male, Yasharal or stranger that is not circumcised, 
It's on the bond. It, it, it's going against commandment. You break. You broke breaking and everything else when it comes to the commandments. It's broke. You should be circumcised. That foreskin should not be on your pecker. That's all I can say. That goes as far as the stranger too. If somebody pays you to circumcise, the, if you, I mean, if you got the, you know, today's age, you got to have medical equipment to do all that. So if somebody pays you to do that. That child needs to be circumcised. All right. Anything else? It goes against Torah. It goes against the commandments. Uh, commandment 18: to put fringes on the corners of thy clothing. Oh, my bad, my bad, my bad. Go back to the circumcision. Leviticus chapter 12, verse 3. Verse 3. My bad. I'm sorry about that. Leviticus 12:3. And in the eighth day of the of flesh of his foreskin shall be circumcised. So basically, it's the eighth day. You know, in today's age, they do it as soon as the kids are born. Uh, they say it's less pain. Um, so I don't really understand that part. And I, I mean, I don't know anything about circumcision or anything like that. But I just know that the scripture says the eighth day they should be circumcised. Pretty much. All right. To put fringes, Numbers 1531. 1531. 1538. Speaking to the children of, of Yasharal and bid them that they make them fringes in the borders of their garments. Throughout the their generation, and that they put upon the fringe of the borders of riband of blue, so ribbon and blue, like the fringes that you put on the corners of your clothes. So it needs to be on all four of your corners of clothing. So if you let's say you go get some some yarn, um, or you go get uh, some some kind of cloth, and you go get some some ribbon of blue. That needs to be on the, on, the, on the corners of your clothes, sewed in, or however you go do it. That needs to be on the corners. No, I have not done that. Not yet, because I, 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 I'm learning. Just like y'all, it's a lot that I don't know yet, but I'm learning with y'all. This is something that I'm actually glad that I found that. Because me, I would have went and bought it from somebody else, and they'd have been charging me like 20, 30, 40, 50 bucks, when I could just do it myself. All right. 50 okay so where we at fringes commandment 19 bind all yours words on, on on the head so we're going back to Deuteronomy chapter 6 and we're going to go to verse 8 Deuteronomy 6 8 and thou shalt bind them for a sign upon thine hand and they shall be as frontless between thine eyes what is he speaking about he's speaking about the commandments the Torah, the law, statutes, and commandments. That's what he's speaking about. Alright. 20. To bind. Alright. To bind all's words on the arm. Alright. We just we just said that. It's Deuteronomy chapter 6, verse 8. And thou shalt bind them for a sign upon thine hand and on thine frontlets between thine eyes. So basically, hey, it should be bonded on your forehead, your hand, and on the frontlets of your eyes. That means when, when you wake up, the Torah should be in your the, the, the Torah should be in your mind, the commandments should be on your mind, statues, Yahoo should be on your mind. 
we made it to 21, y'all. 21. All right. Commandment number 21. To affix the mazuza to the doorpost and gates of your house. So this is the commandments. We didn't even have to leave this, this book. Deuteronomy chapter 6 verse 9. And thou shalt write them upon the post of thy house and on the on thy gates. So basically the, the commandments should be on your house, on your gates, in your eyes, in your, your forehead, your hands. You're supposed to speak about them, etc., etc. So with that being spoken... This is 21 out of the 613. So, with that being spoken, I know I usually don't do this, but I think I'm going to start doing this. I'm going to say a quick prayer, and then I'm going to let y'all go. And the next one we're going to do is going to be the next 21, okay? All right. Abba al Yahuwah, Father Almighty Yahuwah. In the name of Yahusha, we come to you just saying through that. Thank you for another Shabbat. Thank you for another chance to even get to teach or to even understand and learn your commandments, laws, and statutes. Anyone that hears this, I ask that you make this edification and that you help them to continue to seek and search. I ask that you continue to bestow on me so that I can continue to teach and learn for myself as well as to teach them. We say through that. We give all esteem and kodesh to you, Yahoo of hosts. All, all you, Yahoo. Barukatha Yahuwah, Barukatha Yahusha. We cast away, bind, rebuke, counsel, and destroy all forms of assignment from the enemy, the wicked one, and his agents, visible, invisible, flesh, or spiritual. Affirm, agree, so be it. Y'all have a good day. Shalom.